everybody and welcome to Growth Week. This is a monthly week-long conversation that is aimed at helping you grow in every aspect of your life. If the truth be told, everyone wants to live a good, healthy and vibrant life. But I'm here to tell you that a vibrant life is grown on purpose. It just doesn't happen by accident. So, no matter who you are or where you are in life, whether you are a businessman, a church leader or a housewife, this podcast will challenge you and all your organization to grow intentionally towards your God-given purpose. My name is Justin Duro. I'm a certified John Maxwell Leadership Coach and I'm also the lead pastor here at Word of Truth Ministry. With me in the studio is one of our ministry directors and co-hosts, Robin Aldea. Welcome podcast listeners to today's day two of Growth Week. Yay. We are so excited for the season that we're bringing to you guys this month because honestly, this has been one of the most um, impactful ones for me. Um, we'll probably get into it a little bit later, but this one got me all up in my feels, <laughs> <laughs> like all emotional about this topic because that was just how beautiful it was and how challenging it was um, just around dreams and desires. And so um, we've entitled today's episode High Definition Dreams and Desires because we believe that that is what our dreams should be like. Yeah, so for the guys that are listening, because you've already told them that it got a little bit touchy-feely, guys don't like that kind of stuff. But hey, the title, High Definition Dreams, it's inviting for guys. So yeah, let's <laughs> jump into it. Yeah, so basically, you know, the, the whole play around high definition is that we wanted to define what dreams and desires are. High definition is a system for showing very clear pictures on a screen, on TV, in the movies or whatever, and even for producing like really clear sound. And so when you apply that to dreams and desires, it means that those dreams and desires that we have in our hearts, they must be clear and vivid. Yeah. It must almost be like you're in an IMAX and you have the best picture in front of you. You have the best surround sound. They, it's almost like your, your dreams and desires need to come alive in you before you actually see them lived out in your own life. And so we wanted to just say, we, we're using dreams and desires, you know, those two words, but we may not always say dreams and desires. So whether we're saying dreams, whether we're saying desires, those two words are being used interchangeably. So that's just like a little housekeeping yeah. rule over there. Um, so yeah, Pastor Jay, why did you feel, you know, because this is growth week. <laughs> this is all about growth. So why did you feel that it was important for us to kind of, just dwell on the subject of dreams and desires. I really believe that we are living in a time where there's a lack of dreamers. There is not enough people with big dreams out there anymore. And I, I felt that the Lord was just really pressing upon uh, my heart that as we come out of this season of a crisis uh, where the world has just gone through a, a huge dip, it's time for us to dream again. And so I really knew that if we're going to get out of this season and, you know, be effective in the future, we needed to dream again. And for us as a church, as an organization, we also needed to dream, you know, like everything is changing and we needed a fresh, something clear, something vivid that we could run with. And I really believe that growth becomes more meaningful if it's attached to personal dreams and desires. 
Yeah, definitely. You know, um, for me, it was a really mixed emotions kind of moment. I think that whole first session, I had to hold back tears because that's how just profoundly it, it touched me. And it was almost like I was mourning the loss of some dreams that I felt just didn't come to pass or that I didn't quite know how certain dreams had fit into specific seasons of my life. Yeah. But at the same time, it was almost like I try to cover that up and just be like, okay, whatever's next and not really dreamt again for those areas. And so for me, it was like almost uncovering um, that like pain that was hidden there and stuff. And so that really became a, a real moment for me. <laughs> You know, if I wasn't uh, sure of the conversation we were about to have around the table, just looking at the reaction you had and how emotional you were getting, I, I just kind of felt like, yeah, this is really good confirmation that what we're talking about is relevant. And the reality is there are a lot of people who are feeling like this. And it's not just ladies. It's not just um it's, it's everybody. If you have had dreams and life happened, especially COVID, you know, here's something. We're talking of high definition dreams, Robin. I remember 2020, everybody had vision, 2020, high definition, big goals. Everybody is like, this is what 2020 is going to look like. And here comes COVID. Mm -hmm. And a, a whole lot of those dreams were crushed and people were greatly disappointed. You know what, Robin? I like what you said about being emotional and dealing with the pain. You know, dreams and desires require a huge emotional investment. Say whatever you want to say, whether you are a, a male or female, for you to hold a big dream, it means that you have to make a, a huge emotional investment. Yeah, you know, Pastor Jay, and there are different kind of dreams and you kind of went into that a little bit. You spoke about the fact that out there in this world, there are some really extreme, weird and wicked dreams that people have. But at oh, the yeah. same time, especially for Christians, and I don't know what it is that has made Christians feel like they don't have to dream. Or if they do dream, it's super, it's superficial, it's yeah. shallow. And so I don't know if you want to say anything into that space, because I think that's important for us to, to look at. Yeah, you know, Robin, that's a very good observation because in the church, we should be people of faith. And so we should dream big. We should really have big dreams because we have a big God. But to my surprise, when I'm around church folk, they seem to be hiding their dreams. They don't want to be ambitious. They kind of feel like if I say I've got this big dream or a great dream, I'm making myself uh, appear to be more important. And I don't know, maybe it's false humility. I really don't know what is the cause, but Christians have got these superficial, shallow dreams. Or, you know, somebody is really dreaming of making money. Let's just use that outright there. I want to make more money so that I can achieve whatever you want to achieve. But when you come to church, you're like, oh, yeah, uh, my dream is just to have a better relationship with Jesus. Mm. It's just fake. That's not really what's burning in your heart. And so we need to own up and begin to present these big dreams. And Pastor Jay, I remember in that first session, you mentioned this book, The Dream Giver by Bruce Wilkerson. Great book. It was almost as if, um, not almost as if, I know Holy Spirit just dropped that in my spirit so strong. As soon as I got home that day, I went and I found that book and I literally devoured it. I read it in like <laughs> a couple of days and it was so profound. You know, it speaks to this whole thing of we, you know, the main character in this parable is ordinary from the land of familiar. That's good. And that is exactly how I felt. You know, I felt like I was this ordinary person in the land of familiar and that 
I'd kind of lost sight of where God wanted me to be, you know, in terms of my dreams and my desires. And you know what this just made me think about in terms of growth is that our most optimal growth will only happen when we have a big dream or a big desire. That's right. Because you become so much more intentional and focused when you're moving towards your big dream, your big goal. Growth becomes much more meaningful and intentional when you have a big dream. I love that book, The Dream Giver. I remember, I think I must have been 18, 19 when I read that book. And um, that book really transformed my life. That an ordinary guy like me could actually dream of coming out of the familiar, coming out of what I was seeing and just dare to believe that I can be something greater than what I'm seeing right now. And when you start telling people Especially in like when I think of the environment where I grew up and telling the guys that, hey, I've got a dream. This is what I want to do. It makes you sound like you think you it, you know, it's like the Joseph story. You know, you you, you think you're way bigger than life. You think you're better than us. Who are you? Come on, just just be like everybody else. So dreams are really powerful. And um, they, they, they are very significant in our growth processes. Definitely. And I think what we need to realize is that God... Wow, he is like the author of our dreams and desires, you know, especially for us um, being believers and, you know, wanting to be obedient to God, being submitted to him. We need to realize this, like Christians need to wake up and and realize that God has given them a dream and a desire. They need to figure out what that is. And there's the scripture, Psalm 37 verse four, which speaks into this. It says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And you know, I used to, <laughs> this is so funny, actually. I used to think of the scripture and I used to almost romanticize it, like think, about this in Hollywood terms kind of thing, or I don't know, call it like Aladdin, whatever, where you you do something and then you it's as if God is going to give you your three wishes or whatever, <laughs> you know? And that's, that's actually so crazy. But for me, so that's one way of looking at it, you know, that whatever you're desiring, God will work with those desires that are in your heart. But I think that there's this other definition. I don't know, you may disagree with me, but I think that the second way of looking at it is so much deeper and requires a lot more trust in God is that he, because he is the author of everything, he is your creator, he knows your beginning from your end, that he actually places specific dreams and desires in your heart. And then, you know, it's up to you to do something with those things. And for me, that's like, wow, how much more profound is that? You know, than us just like, because we all think we know better. (laughs) You know, we all think we know what my dreams and desires are. But when you actually know that, hey, maybe what I've been dreaming about my whole life, maybe these things that I've been seeing and sensing for my life are not actually, they didn't originate in me. God placed them there. That's really, really good. You know, for a moment, I was lost. And I, I wanna, I'm going to put you on the spot. Why don't you sing that song from Aladdin? When you say that, I was kind of like thinking, A whole new world. Oh, yeah. That, that's awesome. And that's what a dream can do. A dream can open a yeah, whole new world definitely. for you. Here's the thing. God puts the desires. It says, delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. God is the author of the desires that are in your heart, the dreams that he puts. And this is where, you know, the, the story of Joseph becomes really weighty for me yeah. because the uh, Joseph's whole life was shaped by a dream. God wanted 
Joseph to be great. And he is born in the land of the ordinary. He's, he's born in the land of the familiar. There's nothing special about him apart from the fact that, you know, his father made him uh, a coat of many colors. And that's, that's it. You know, he's the youngest. And in that culture, nothing great must come from the youngest, you know. But because God had such a great plan, he placed a dream in his mm-hmm. in his life. Can you see how powerful that Joseph's destiny was attached to a dream? God works with dreams. And so if we serve a big God, we must not be afraid to have big dreams and we must um, you know, embrace that the dreams that are in our hearts are God-given. And if we delight in him, if we align ourselves with his plans and his purposes for our lives, those dreams will surely come to pass. Definitely. And I think that it's worth noting that everyone's dream is different. You know, just because you may dream to be a multimillionaire, that may not, ne- I mean, it'd be nice, yeah. but you know, <laughs> that may not necessarily be the thing that I'm really dreaming and desiring. That's good. You know, the 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 woman who is dreaming about getting married and having a family and raising her family. Her dreams are just as valid as the person who is pursuing, you know, like all these things in the business world or whatever. And so we really need to recognize that when God gives you a dream and what's so beautiful about Joseph is that God gave him like these really, God gave him high definition dreams. Oh yeah. And it was almost unheard of like the things that he dreamt were kind of crazy you know like his parents bowing down to him his siblings bowing down to him and the thing is is like god gives you a dream but then he expects you to do something about it that's good and you know like joseph kind of in the beginning he he didn't use wisdom in handling those dreams you know he kind of went to his brothers and started bragging and all that kind of stuff which shows us that you know we can add to the process of um delaying the dream if we don't handle and grow in the right ways. Absolutely. If God gives you a dream, he expects you to steward the dream. It's not just because you've got a dream, you need to go on every platform and say, I've got a dream. Yeah, you invite in trouble. You, you invite in unnecessary struggles just because you don't know how to steward the dream. And so when God gives us these dreams, like you said, it's our responsibility, first and foremost, to embrace the dream, know that it, this is God-given, then steward the dream accordingly, depending on the seasons. You know, when if we were to really dive into de- um, Joseph's story, you, you realize that his dream went through various seasons. And at every time, he needed to understand which part of this dream that God gave me is being worked on. But that's the thing. We all go through seasons and it it may be a long journey from the land of familiar to the promised land because there's all sorts of things in between. I think just going back to the the book, you know, Ordinary had to go leave the land of familiar. He had to go through the, um, what was it called? The wasteland. And then he had to go through the Valley of Giants. You know, he had to like journey through all of these things while stewarding the dream that God had placed in his heart. And so, yeah, we have a really big part to play yes. in this. It's up to us to see those dreams become a reality. You know, we, we, we're not trying to sell a book. Bruce didn't tell us to sell his book, but, <laughs> but here's the thing. This is a very good book and it is so practical. In every way, it highlights how God has dealt with uh, the children of Israel. Actually, that's the yeah. foundation of that book, uh, how God dealt with the children of Israel and how they pursued uh, the dreams. And so what I want to, just one more thing that I want to say about the book. If you can find it, please read this book. But what I wanted to emphasize here is the fact that Ordinary had to pursue his dream. It didn't matter what was 
in front of him. It didn't matter what was happening in his life. His role was to pursue the dream. And sometimes that's all you can do. Hold on to the dream and keep pursuing. Never give up on the dreams that God has given you. Oh, I love that. Definitely. You guys have to find this book and read it. Okay, but enough about that. Pastor Jay, you know, it's all great to be saying all these things and super exciting, but the reality is that some people don't even know where to start. Some people right now feel like they can't even see a dream anymore. They can't even sense a desire anymore for specific things in life. So how would someone start creating a high definition dream or desire? Yeah. So for us as Christians, I I really believe that the first place to start is pressing into God, delighting in God. You know, that scripture that we read earlier on is delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So it's so easy to go and, you know, just adopt somebody's dream like oh yeah so and so is dreaming to do this and so i want to also do that and oh i also now have a dream but that's not really your dream you're just trying to hijack somebody's dream you know so you need to first delight yourself in the lord and really trust him to say god you made me you know what's best for me give me the the right desires give me the right dream for my life and so that's a that's a starting place definitely and that just shows us that you know when we are so delighted in the lord whatever dreams and desires come from that and stem from that relationship with him and actually just contentment in him, then we know that the things that he places in our hearts will be mixed with the knowledge of the will of God for our lives. And what I want to say in this is that sometimes it just doesn't even make sense. And I truly believe that because you see people that pursue dreams and desires that are just like, but why? That makes no sense. Like you said, your family and the people where you came from, they were all like, "Uh, what? But that's the reality is, and and probably that's one way you'll know that it's from God because the naysayers, the haters are going to come out and they're going to be like, you're crazy. And the thing is, if, if, if dreams were and desires were comfortable to pursue, then this wouldn't be something that anyone would struggle with. But the reality is, is that it's probably that thing that you're struggling with, that that thing that keeps you up at night, the thing that you're wrestling with, that is probably something God wants you to pursue in that. That's good. So the next step you might need to uh, take is make sure that you understand the will of God. You, you were talking about mixing it with the will of God, the knowledge of what God wants for you. If a dream is from God, it cannot pull you further away from uh, the word of God or the revealed uh, will of God. Because the truth is, Pastor Jay, there are good desires, but there are a lot of bad desires as well. And so that is so key to distinguishing what is for you, what is not for you, what is from God, uh, what is in the will of God for your life. Because I think, you know, our nature, we have a fallen nature and, you know, it's the whole take it back all the way to the fall in the garden. We desire something that is not for us. And so it's it's important for us to really walk closely um, with God and with his word. And even with, you know, we spoke about accountability last season, but with people that are going to help you be able to kind of measure, is this from God? Is this not from God? And so you need to know those things as well. Just thinking of what you said about, you know, there's some really bad dreams out there. The, the Bible, I think it's in James, maybe James 1. He says, what causes fights or quarrels among you? So this is how he starts and he's going to talk about dreams. He says, what causes fights and quarrels among you? Do they not come from your desires that um, battle within you? 
you desire and you do not have and therefore you end up killing. Can you see how powerful a dream is? So if that dream or that desire is not from God, it will cause you to kill people. It will cause you uh, to battle, to quarrel with other people, to fight for the wrong thing. So a good high definition dream must always clearly lead you back to God. Mm-hmm. And Pastor Jay, I want you to touch on something that you, um, you know, there was someone around the table on our team um, because you said something, a goal with a time frame. So a dream, a desire with a time frame changes the way you do everything. And that's a bit of a tricky one because I think, especially for us ladies, you know, um, you have a goal to be married by a certain age, you have a goal to have kids by a certain age or whatever. And for some of us, you know, those ages have come and gone. <laughs> and then you hear a statement like that and it just feels like, oh, man, what the heck now? Yeah. <laughs> what am I doing yeah. now? You know, did yeah. I do something wrong? Did I go off course? Etc. Etc. The important thing to remember is if you have a dream and it's, it doesn't have a specific timeline, that dream is not going to be compelling enough. It's not going to drive you. So there has to be some form of timeline. Sometimes, sometimes God clarifies the timeline from the onset. Sometimes he just kind of keeps it a little bit vague, but Equally important is to understand that because we know in part, we understand in part, if if you maybe have missed the deadline or whatever the story is and you know you're delighting in the Lord, you must just remain faithful in your walk with God, knowing that in that season, maybe you are just in the season, maybe the timing is off, but here's what we know. God makes all things beautiful mm-hmm. in his time. So when you really believe that the dream is from God, in his time, it will come to pass. That is true. And sometimes it may look like, you know, you were planning on being married at 27, you only get married at 33, something like that. Exactly. And um, you need to be flexible in that. And I think, again, it comes down to trusting God. It comes down to, honestly, also just doing the work because, you know, God is not going to give you a dream or desire that is going to take you, of course. He's not going to allow you to enter into something prematurely when he knows that that's going to move you further away from him or actually just set your entire life's course off off the path. Yeah. Robin, as you were saying this, I actually thought again, we, we coming back to the scripture, you know, delight yourself in the Lord, you'll give you the desires of your heart. And here's what I want to say to somebody, maybe you feel like, maybe I missed the time. Here's the thing. If you're delighting in the Lord more than you're delighting in the dream, it doesn't matter. Mm. But if you're delighting in the dream, so if the dream becomes greater than your relationship or your joy in the Lord, you're going to be sulking. You're going to regret, you know, pursuing the dream. But if you're delighting in the Lord, I I promise you, even if it is a little bit off in in terms of your, your natural time, you will continue to hold on to the dream because your focus was always uh, in the Lord. Wow, that's so good. Right, so the last part that we're going to talk about today is about, you know, when you have that dream or desire, what can you actively do? Because, you know, these are all great. It sounds like almost abstract, far away, pie in the sky kind of thing. But what can you practically do right now? as you are waiting on a dream or desire to be fulfilled, as you're actively pursuing that dream or desire. And so we have six things that we want to encourage you guys to write down, make a note of these six things and start investing. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some thinking and you might even have to bring other people in on it and um, yeah, just make them a part of the journey. And so the first one is that you need 
to talk about it. If you have a dream and desire, you need to talk about it. That's right. You know, Pastor Jay, um, I said I was going to remind you of this story. I think it was about two years ago. I'm, I'm a bit fuzzy on the time frame, but I was speaking about relationships. Um, and I was like saying that, you know, I really have a desire to get married, um, you know, be in a relationship, like just have that time of my life now kind of thing, you know? And I remember that day you said to me, really, like, I didn't quite know that because you never talk about it. Yeah. And that's always stuck with me, you know, for people always kind of look down on women who are like, they want to get married. They want to have kids. Da, 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 da. It's like, no, you should be pursuing everything else. And da, 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 da. then you do that. And I remember that day you said to me, but it's like, you don't really want it because you yeah. never talk about it. It was like one of the first times that I've actually just spoken about it openly. And that stuck with me. And so, especially now, like two years later and, and, you know, as seasons change and seasons shift and whatever. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to, and that doesn't mean you talk to everyone. Again, you need to use wisdom. You need to use caution in who you allow into these things. But now, as you know, (laughs) and the people that I walk close with, um, I'm speaking about the things that I dream and that I desire. And it just makes it more alive. It, It helps to create the high definition dream and desire. That's right. You are not going to have a high definition dream if you are call it ashamed or shy Mm -hmm. better word to talk about what you're dreaming obviously like we said choose who you tell but the people that are in closest to you the people that do life with you in a circle people they must know that this is your dream and the more you talk about it the clearer it becomes so well done robin can i think husband is on his (laughs) way (laughs) okay tell us about number two The next thing that you can do to create this high definition dream to stir it up, especially now that we're coming out of this, you know, depressed season, uh, it's almost like the Great Depression, but we're coming out of this difficult uh, season where everybody went through a crisis. So firstly, talk about your dreams. Uh, It doesn't matter what you face. It doesn't matter the challenge is, like Robin rightfully said, talk about the dream. Hey, I'm dreaming. I know this can happen. And then the next thing is look for moments where you can see your dream in action. Look for those things that remind you of the dream. You know, as human beings, we love um, visual aids. We are visually stimulated. And so if you can see your dream in action, I promise you it becomes really, really uh, high definition. Here's the importance of this principle, Robin. When God was telling uh, Abraham was the father of faith about all this greatness that was going to come out of him, Abraham had never seen that level of greatness. He had no frame of reference to what God was talking about. So one day God actually says to him, hey, Abraham, I want you to come out of your tent and I want you to look at the stars. And so God is saying, I want you to observe what I'm talking about. When I say that your descendants are going to be as numerous as the stars, this is what it somewhat looks like. And you must understand for, for Abraham at that time, looking at the stars and just seeing this, like it's like, okay, God, is this really going to happen? But it's important to observe uh, your dream in action. Yeah, mm, Definitely. And so number three is that you need to pray into this. So if you're a Christian, if you believe in God, you need to pray into your 
dreams and desires, the yeah. more, you know, like we said earlier, if we believe that God has placed specific things in our hearts, specific dreams and desires in our lives, then it is only natural that we continuously invite him into that space. Yeah. You know, you can't just have it locked up inside of you and kind of like you're hiding it, you're guarding it so closely that you don't allow others in, but especially that you don't allow God in. And so the more you pray to God about it, the more you involve him in the process, you'll find the clearer it becomes, the more it will be stirred up within you when you can actually just be honest and tell God about it. And so, yeah, that is the third step to just stirring up those high definition dreams and desires. The reason why people don't pray about their dreams is because they it, it becomes emotional. Mm. You know, they break down like, oh, you know, especially if you have been waiting for a long time. Can you imagine Joseph praying to God in prison? Like, God, you told me I was going to be great. Now I am in prison and I don't even know when I'm coming out. But he still had to keep the channel open or uh, the conversation going with God. So, And I just want to add, like, he was in prison, but after he'd been thrown into a pit, sold into slavery, been a slave, uh, and then he's thrown into prison. So that was a process. Yeah. The other step you can take to stirring up your high definition dreams is use your imagination. This is where us as Christians, sometimes we fall short. You know, when we think of using our imagination, imagining things, we kind of think, oh, that's now new AG and that kind of stuff. But the Bible is clear that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly far beyond what we can think or imagine. So there is this aspect where God wants us to imagine things, to actually allow our minds to wander and see what God has been sharing or stirring in our own hearts. So use your imagination. There are many moments in my early Christian walk where I would be dreaming. And that was just like crazy imagination. I know where I was standing. I can actually see myself back then. And I'm beginning to see these things happen. But God allowed my imagination Mm. to channel the things that he had uh, placed in my heart. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this next step is so closely related to that as well. And that's just curiosity. You need to become more curious about those dreams and desires that are in your heart. And, you know, that could just involve like, Again, it comes down to observing that desire in action, using your imagination. Um, Just explore different avenues of just seeing, making sure that whatever you're doing is making that picture more vivid in your mind. And so, you know, whether it's creating a vision board, um, talking to people about that, you know, like observing the things happening around you, whatever you can. Like if you have a curious thought about your dream, go after that thought, like go down that rabbit hole until you get to whatever it is, like the meat of that, the substance of that. People shy away from that because I'm like, "Uh, what if I get disappointed? What if you get disappointed? It doesn't matter. But what if you find the next key Mm. to unlocking your dream? So I would rather be curious. I would rather just keep uh, checking. uh, What about this and what about that? Then finally, we we spoke about delighting in the Lord. But here's the other thing that I want to say. Obviously, with that tension of delighting in the Lord, you need to delight in your dream. Really, you know, if you have a dream like Robin, you want to get married, delight in the fact that I want to get married. If somebody, if some joker who hasn't been married for whatever reason wants you to 
kind of like, oh yeah, I don't think about getting married. What if you never, no, 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 no. You say like, that's not my portion. My portion is I have a dream and my dream is I'm going to be a good wife. I hope that's part of the dream. I'm going to be a good wife to this good looking, um, <laughs> let, let me Getting pull myself back here. here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it just tells me that you've been delighting a little bit more. Hey, now I get to know the things yeah, that you're desiring. The, 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 the list, hey, the list. <laughs> the list. So yeah, you really have to delight in your dream. It just makes it more desirable. If you don't find joy in the things that you want or that you believe God has laid upon your heart, it's going to why why pursue something that makes you miserable? I want to get married, but it makes you miserable. That's not the way forward. So delight in the Lord, delight in the dreams and the desires that he has given you. Definitely. You know, Pastor Jay, this has been just working in my heart this whole month, you know, since you just brought it out. And, and you know, I, I, I shared this with you the week of growth week when we and, and just like the real intense moments that I had around this whole thing. And for me, this is, I can just feel God stirring up those desires again, stirring up those dreams again. And so, um, yeah, this is also just a great reminder to take those six things, to be talking about it, observing it, you know, praying into it, using my imagination, being curious, delighting in it. And and I think that's just amazing. And you know what? I want to encourage um, our listeners that you may feel right now that you don't have a big dream, you don't have a big desire, but sometimes... It's just that one thing. It's just that one thing that God has laid on your heart. And we're going to be speaking about that um, in the next few episodes. So make sure you tune in for that. Robin, just as we conclude this this episode, I just thought of, you know, that familiar scripture, can these dry bones live again? And quite honestly, the reason why we started talking about dreams and desires is I really believe that God is saying If you have a dream that has been crushed by, be it the COVID crisis, pandemic, whatever, uh, or just life, or maybe you've been holding on to something that you kind of feel like, I've given up. God wants me to remind you. He wants us to remind you that your dreams can live again. They might look like dry bones, like it's bygone, it's never going to happen again. But God wants to remind you that if you keep delighting in me, your dreams can come back to life. Wow, I love that. And so I hope you guys have enjoyed listening to today's episode on high definition dreams and desires. We're going to be speaking about this so much more in detail um, for the whole week. So make sure that you do not miss a single episode. And the way that you can do that is by subscribing. So make sure you click that button, that subscribe button, follow us. And yeah, I want to encourage you guys to also share this with someone that you know just needs a... You know, they just need that dream, that desire reignited in their lives. And so, yeah, share this with your family and friends. And until tomorrow, let's keep growing.